0: going on everybody welcome back to the bhd podcast i am your host fabian reyes and to start off uh the season two i guess special guest uh rotation i'd love to announce olamay blue is back in the new bhd studio
1: hello everybody let's let's get let's get a little (laughs) bit
0: of i'm very uh, very glad to have you back Baby, It's
1: nice to be back. It's been a long time.
0: It's been a month. 2 months? I don't know. I don't know.
1: You've had so many people on um recently like the end of last season. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't do any work with you since no. like halfway through the season. So I was, mm-hmm. you know, more like back end stuff. Like I did help with the soundboard a couple of times and I was always like present during the interviews and stuff. I've gotten to meet like a a couple of really cool people that I otherwise wouldn't have gotten to meet. So Yeah. Um yeah it's been nice
0: so on that topic what was it what was your opinion of how season one went and um just the direction you know how everything panned out
1: so it was really nice to see at at the beginning of the season obviously you and i did quite a few episodes together Mm -hmm. and towards the end like i said you and i didn't do anything together at the end which was totally fine because like i said you got a lot of really cool people to come on the podcast and talk to you um trent and mel um yeah and um obviously you had like some of your other friends um i'm re- i can't remember his name right now dan, the dj
0: dan um and jared yeah jared, jared. He was really
1: cool we, um got to actually go out and have like brunch with him and uh his right. mm-hmm. his friends so that was really cool just getting to talk to some of these people um and meet them yeah
0: i enjoyed it and i we i planned it to where I had so many episodes of us just kind of, you know, going into certain topics, just looking back at the statistics, guys, it was really cool to see uh, the different amount of listeners that came on certain episodes that I didn't think anyone would want to listen to. And it just turned out that I don't know about today, but last week, Olame and my episode of the Tinder, the, what was it? The Tinder uh, (laughs) debate or whatever, Um, that had the most views. So that was really cool to see. And thank you guys to everyone that's been listening consistently and just watching it grow. Season one was amazing. And even though it didn't go the way I had planned it, I think it all turned out really awesome. Just getting to, you know, bring back an old friend of mine in high school, like Jared, and then to meet new people like Trent and Dan and to really sit down and talk to them and understand what, Went on in their lives, and I think that was the biggest part of um, going into it. But all in all, it was great, and I'm glad that we're sitting here in season two. Uh, we are in a new studio, guys. So, uh, officially, Ola May and I are living together. So, that's sheesh, no oh, need
1: for that button.
0: Hold, hold there we go. We, we're, hopefully, we can get back to the the sheesh button. But uh, yeah, so had to get everything over here, and this was a first priority because I definitely wanted to keep BHD going. She wanted me to keep BHD going. So We sacrificed um, the living room area to have sort of like a pull-out studio. So we have our couch set up. She set everything up for me when I was at the gym. I brought everything over, so I was very appreciative of that. Uh, And honestly, it's going to be a cool little vibe. We're going to get some decorations put up here soon within the next couple weeks. But I am very excited to, you know, get this going again and taking a couple weeks to really promote um, episode one. I think it's going to be really cool to see this season kind of go and really flow more in a direction that I'm controlling. So Today, Olame is back on and we, we're we getting a lot of feedback from her friends, from my friends, and then Mel coming on talking about the gym. My question to Olame, and she kind of brought it to my attention a couple of weeks ago, for women out there that are um, in the gym and that listen to the podcast, uh, this topic is going to be huge for you guys. So my question to Olame is, how difficult is it or is it even difficult for someone that is stepping into the gym for the first time to grow a booty, an aesthetic booty, Compared to a woman that has been going to the gym for two to three years, and possibly even threw in some compound lifts and some powerlifting, so I'm gonna let Ola may start the the conversation off.
1: So, short answer, um, girls, good news. If you are just starting in the gym, it's gonna be a little bit easier for you, and I'll hey. get into why. Yeah, um, that that's a good thing though. So that should it motivate you. It, that should motivate you to get into the gym. Definitely going to work in your favor. Um, And I'll start with a little bit of my own background. Some people may know, some people may not. Um, I got into the gym to lose weight. Um, I was about a year and some change out of high school. I was getting over having an eating disorder, and I put on a lot of weight. And I weighed about 200 pounds at the time. Um, But it wasn't like my 200 pounds...
0: Yeah. Like present, right. present
1: day, 200 pounds. It was bad. Um, So I put on going from like 120 to being 200 in about a year. And um, I got into the gym for that. That was my my thing. I was mm-hmm. there doing cardio. I was there doing abs every day. And then I was obviously introduced to weightlifting, um, which I started out very small. Um, my first like eight months in the gym, I did not know how to deadlift. It terrified me. And I was very intimidated by it, which I know a lot of people just in general can kind of vouch for. It is intimidating to get in the gym and especially doing compound lifts. Um, you don't really know how to do them right, and that's okay. Um, but I feel
0: like people are looking at you, too.
1: I mean, they are. Like, especially I look at people. I've admitted to that. Everybody, you can tell when somebody's new. Mm-hmm. Not just because they don't know what they're doing, because there's a lot of people who are very seasoned at the gym and don't look like they know what they're doing because they yeah. don't. they mm-hmm. um, be doing the weirdest stuff bro. You can tell when someone's new. They're looking around. They look nervous. They They look like they need direction. Right. And it's just like, then there's people like me who walk in and I don't even talk to people. Like I smile at the front desk. People scan my thing and I'm running off. Like, don't talk to me. I'm in the zone. Like I have my eyes set on something. I'm going towards, I know where everything is. Even in a gym where that I've never been to before, you can tell where stuff is just the flow of the gym. Like racks over there, weights must be over there. So the machines are probably going to be over here. The machine I need somewhere in there. And you walk with purpose. But, um, Back to what I was saying. I don't even know what I was saying before. Uh, yeah, oh, I I was very uh, fresh, like very new to lifting weights. And so I spent a lot of time focusing on squatting. Um, already, I'm very quad dominant. Everyone who knows very, me knows very, I'm very, very quad, quad dominant. dominant. Um, and even though my deadlift has always been my heaviest lift and I deadlifted at some point much more, you know, to make up for all the squats that I right. did. Uh, even still I had baby hamstrings before fobs made me train hamstrings 70,000 times a week but I know that all of the work that I put into my squats originally did build my quads up quite a bit more to the point where I had huge legs and I still had no type of butt at all so I know prior to about two or three years ago, everybody was like, you know, squatting makes your butt nice, makes your butt grow. It does blah, 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 blah. And doing squats, yes, is a compound movement where your glutes are involved. But squatting for me was always just a quad dominant exercise. I felt no glute engagement or anything like that. And as you saw like fitness progress, especially for women, we started leaning more into glute isolation, which I had no knowledge of at all. Oh, I didn't wow, know okay. what hip, hip abductions where I didn't know, uh-huh. you know, like you see the girls kind of doing like the donkey kicks on the floor or whatever, right, but right. I didn't know anything about real glute isolation or mind muscle connection until about Three years ago, oh, because we were still on that wave of like do your squats, do your squats, are gonna build a butt, and then s- things started to change slowly. Uh, maybe about four years ago, um, so I was already a few years into my gym um experience. I was powerlifting at this point because you know I'm four yeah. years in. Uh, I'm powerlifting. I'm lifting heavy every single day. Um, I'm deadlifting almost four hundred pounds at least once a week. Like I was training before COVID to compete. That was the goal. I was in my peak. I weighed 170 pounds and was deadlifting almost 400. Like I was ready to compete and I still had no butt. Even deadlifting for <laughs> almost 400 pounds. Like I if I, I don't know if you can put like a clip on this. What oh, is it yeah. called? Uh, a
0: yeah. picture? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, like I, a picture? I was going to ask you <laughs> if you could throw like a before and after picture.
1: Sheesh. Like. Yeah, I was still uh, very tiny. Um, and fast forward to, and I'll tell you guys what put me on to glue isolation. It was a booty King, um, super booty. big, uh, his name's booty King on Instagram oh, and man. he's a guy and he trains women and he specifically focuses on how to train your butt. So I came okay. across his page. I don't remember how, um, probably because a lot of people were promoting his stuff right. and I bought his workout plan and my glutes grew probably about two inches about a month into the three-month program. Dang, that's, that's and like a big jump. It's, it was a huge jump for me. Yeah. Huge jump for me. I was so excited. Like, and then I kind of got tired that, of his dude. workout plan. And nothing against his workout plan. It did work wonders for me. I took the bits and pieces that I felt like worked best, like split squats, hip mm-hmm. thrusts. Um, I sometimes still do hip abductions, but I took the things that felt I felt like worked for me and incorporated those into my normal leg day. So- I went from having glutes that were maybe 39 inches, and that was when I was powerlifting. I don't even know, probably smaller, but I remember a month, the month mark for my glute program, um, I was measuring at 41 or 40, 41 inches, Sheesh. something like that. Sheesh. Well, my glutes are 45 now, so 45 you see and the, a half. The
0: progression just keeps going up, guys. That, but that says a lot. Yeah, and that gym. was
1: on my own, but how long did it take me to do that? How long did it take me? to get the knowledge that i needed to see those realistic changes and yeah some of it's from weight gain
0: no well,
1: some of it is some of it no, is it is.
0: what i was gonna say was it wasn't no to that it was more of a every not only not only do people trainers tell you squats make your legs bigger they don't say what muscle group but they always say squats yeah. will make your legs bigger and well, I it's think because it's, important. it's a
1: compound movements work so many different things, but it works
0: different for different people, and that's, that's what I was true. Say like some people like you are quad dominant, and then there are people out there that you know are hamstring dominant, but not very. It's, I feel like a small percentage of people will squat, and it will strictly go straight to their ass. Like, and, that's and that's the thing. And that's all depending on how their build is, if they're you know how they're standing on the on the platform, you know, and if it's a higher low bar, and just the the rep rate the rep range of everything that but also
1: how they're squatting and how like i'm squatting as a power lifter and i'm also squatting like i said like i'm my warm-ups 135 and i do you know maybe 12 reps and then i'm jumping straight into 225 for eight Mm -hmm. 250 for five you know what i mean like i'm not sure i wasn't training for to grow a butt. Like yes, technically my butt grew as I put on mass, but the rate at which my thighs, which by the way are 28 inches, are <laughs> <or> 28. <laughs> my glutes are 45. Like it my ratio is just very I'm very quad dominant. So I think that it took me a very long time to gain the knowledge that is so accessible to people right now because things have shifted so far from how it was when I first started in the gym mm-hmm. where the focus was on doing compound movements and then it was like no compound movements aren't that great for growing your glutes like if you want to grow your glutes you need to do isolation work and now there's so many options and so much knowledge out there for isolation work that was not around when i was first in the gym like people didn't really do stuff like that was all about like you know do your squats do your deadlifts do your lunges get on you know the the leg extension machine and, and stuff like that but i think that there's so much available to people nowadays knowledge wise that people have access to that's very helpful
0: well yeah and that and tiktok has just played a major role into the game because uh, youtube yes youtube was this that's where i would go to get everything a video was more important than a picture especially yeah especially for lifting but now it's like you're cutting down youtube videos that are probably five to ten minutes long on a workout to 10 to 15 seconds of here are four exercises you can do and they do one or two reps of each different exercise and right there you're you're set, man. Like you take all that information, you take it to the gym, you know, and you handle it the way you do and you make it to the to the program that you want and you, you see results. And I think that's the cool thing about it, regardless of, you know, whether or not you're someone that steps in the gym and as experienced as you are compared to someone who's starting off. Now, on the flip side, for someone that's starting off, what are their kind of main advantages of doing squats and, you know, what is their takeaway from doing squats and doing compound movements?
1: Well, compound movements should always be a staple in your workouts. Like, I think that squats are great for having a well-rounded leg. Yeah. I think deadlifts are great for having well round like a well-rounded lower body. Like right. the goal is to have proportionate like features, you know what I mean. So it's like my goal is to have a butt that looks like it belongs on my lower body. <laughs> my goal is to have 50 inch glutes because I think that would look appropriate for how large my legs are. Right. Um. Not everyone has those same goals, and that that's fine. I think that you should be doing compound movements: a lunge, um, uh, a deadlift variation, um, lunge and squat kind of goes together. But some form of each one of those, a hinging movement, whatever the case may be, um, to have a well-rounded leg day, a hundred percent. Yeah, I have two leg days: one um, quad focused, one hamstring focused, and then a day that's specifically for like my glutes. And that's new to my programming, but um, I mean that's really Usually, it would be one for glutes and then one for. Quads because I do a lot of hamstring movements on, but whatever. I've just jumped back to, to three days. But it's important
0: for you to have that um, just kind of separated because now I'm, I'm I mean even at the point in my programming tour I have to s- select certain days for just one, you know, one one movement because it's just it's gone to I've gotten too used to just doing two movements a day. Um, but back to like the overall statement of why is it easier for women who are starting to gym to get an ass before someone who has experienced like you to get an ass, why, why is it? What, what's another main couple of reasons why, you know, it's easier for them to go in there and just really just grow a booty from two to three weeks.
1: Okay. So first and foremost, it comes down to the knowledge. There's so much knowledge that's accessible uh-huh. to people to have access to. And had I known everything that everybody today has the available, like available yeah. to them, I probably would have had 45 inch glutes years ago. But I didn't, so that's you know the first only, thing.
0: You know, for possibly for a woman that is stepping in the gym, you know, they're stepping in the gym because they probably want to work on their lower half. Oh, for like sure. Maybe I mean, there's a there's some women out there that want to, you know, maybe start off and be like, oh yeah, I just want to get some a really nice back and a really nice arms. But I feel like main priority for women stepping in the gym is because they see these workouts, they see these influencers, and they're like, it's this easy, and they step in because they want to grow their legs. You know?
1: Mm-hmm. No, I agree, and. I think that that plays a huge a huge part of it is going into the gym and having some kind of knowledge because let's say they're new but they follow a couple girls on TikTok yeah. who are experienced and who kind of give them like make sure you're eating enough, make sure you're, you know, not hitting too much cardio if you're trying to, you know, grow, make sure you're doing blah blah blah. So a lot of people do step into the gym already with some kind of knowledge as to what they need to be doing. Don't overtrain, don't you know, be in too much of a, a deficit or whatever the case may be. The second thing is that with progressive overload, at some point you're going to hit, like, I don't want to say a plateau, but very, pretty much like a year into, and I feel like a lot of people can attest to this, pretty much like your first year in the gym, like that's a great opportunity to see really, Big results. And the reason is, is because you're very new to what you're doing. So your body is pretty responsive to it. And that's why it is the easiest time to do body recomposition is during like your first year in the gym. The more experienced you are, the less likely that eating in a very slight deficit or a very slight surplus are you going to see that recomposition that you want to see. Usually for experienced people, you have to be either cutting or bulking. You really can't do both at the same time successfully. Yeah. Like I'm going to eat in a slight deficit and I'm going to maintain the growth of my glutes by just training, you know, glutes really heavy and blah, blah. That doesn't work for me anymore. There's no way. If I'm in a deficit, which I am right now, bye-bye booty. It's going. Like it's going to go. There's no way, no amount of hip thrust that I can do that's going to keep my butt the size that it is right now while I'm losing the amount of weight that I want. It's just not going to work.
0: How do you think, okay, if we're talking strictly women that are stepping into the gym for the first time, do you feel like the, how much they're weighing has to control a lot of it, whether or not they're going to grow it as fast as others? Cause you know, someone that is going into the gym for the first time and wanting to grow their legs may be cutting compared to someone who is typing, stepping into the gym and is trying to bulk. So do you think one of them is going to have a harder time building an ass that way, or do you feel like w- one specific uh, body has an easier chance at uh, you know growing whatever they need to grow?
1: So in general, you're going to have to eat if you want to grow. Right. All the carbs, all the protein. You know what I mean. Like you have to eat if you want to grow. Like your muscles need food. They need re- to recover in order for you to see. The progress that you're trying to see, yeah. So, yes, technically, if your goal is to grow a butt, you got to feed yourself, and so that's why it is very difficult. Like, if I'm trying to, like, oh, I need to get you know, I need to lose some weight at summer, like, the expectation at this point is for me to lose mass all over, like, that's just the and expectation, like, and it's kind of like restarting, right? Right, it is yeah. like restarting but a harder. <laughs> so for the people who are newer, yeah, there are advantages to being new in the gym where you, one you can see changes a lot faster. And they um, could probably
0: have an easier flexi- more flexible diet, especially mm-hmm. if they're trying to bulk to, you know, build that. And that's going to yeah. that's going to progress them a lot. Mm-hmm. A lot sh- in a lot shorter time frame.
1: Yeah. But building habits is also a huge yeah, true. like factor and I feel like when people are first starting in the gym, not for everybody, but for people who are new to it, it's very easy to see those quick results because you're you've never probably never worked out before, and you're going to the gym for you know a month now, and you see real results. Yeah, you're seeing more tone in your back. You're seeing you know mm-hmm. like you're starting to be able to see like the separation in your leg muscles. Like a month in when you're brand new is like yeah, if you're consistent you, you with it, you, you definitely take your yeah, sides, and that's so, why
0: I I would agree with your statement where you plateau because. Well, we've been doing this forever. There's a time where I was plateauing, you know, a few months ago. And I was like, I can't hit this type of workout anymore. I can't do this, you know, anymore. This is just too, too much. And that's what I was
1: getting into and saying that at some point you hit your peak. And at some point you realize, like when you're this far into it, because for me, it's like at some point. Yes, you're going to continue to grow, but the less time you've been doing this you have this momentum where it's like you see these results in one month and two months go by, you see more results and it's like you're six months in and I see these people who are joining the gym and they're like, this is my transformation in six months. And I'm like, no, it's it's pretty. And I'm like, dude, are you serious? Mm -hmm. It would take me a year of consistency to like make that kind of change. So I do think one, it has a lot to do with again, that momentum that they have. People are it's momentum, be dead serious. it's energy. It's yeah. like
0: you talk about your joints. Mm-hmm. I can't squat more than probably, I would say, 250 to 260 now. I used to be able to put up, you know, 375. And yeah. same with deadlift, too. Like, I can I can put up three plates for five to six reps, but I'm going to be hurting the next day. Yeah. And there's just so also different think different things about that, it. that factor into that.
1: Out my head is that my maximum is in the 300s or something. People who are just starting out, even if they could push 250 pounds, do you think they're going to walk in there and put 250 on a, on, a, yeah. on a bar to go squat it? No. Every girl that's new in the gym, what do they do? They put tents on there. Or they're squatting the bar, even though they, you know it's too light for them because you can tell how easy it is. They start so small. And when you start small like that, you have all this room to grow. And for me, I go in there and I'm like, I'm not going to squat the bar like i'm not gonna do that so how do i progressive overload i have to start with something that's you know on a scale of one to ten you know what i mean like uh, out of five like difficulty level you know what i mean so let's say i'm starting my warm-ups 135 like and then by the time i finish my sets i'm close to 300 and it's like how much further do you move up at some point you slow down like my pr i don't expect my prs to go up by another 100 pounds but when i first started deadlifting and I had, you know, 25s on the bar and now I have almost 400. It's like I've made such a huge leap. But do I really see myself moving that that much further from 400? Probably not. Like my body well, that, can't take not, it anymore.
0: That Your body can't take it anymore. And that's not your goal. Your goal is to be more aesthetically pleasing to yourself and, you know, in your own ways. And that doesn't always come with more weight. Exactly. And that's the same with me. Like I don't. I want to be more aesthetically pleasing for myself, and I want to see a change from my bulk to my, you know, my lean cut, and I just, I don't care to be lap pulling 250 pounds and leaving the thing at the last one, and some of, some of these new people, they have this egotistic mind where, you know, we get it sometimes too, but we're a little more mature, we know when we catch ourselves doing that, it's like, dude, I, yeah, there's no way we can do that again, so it, like you said, you have to have knowledge in it and you have to be prepared to make sacrifices.
1: I agree. No, that that's a hundred percent true. So again, there's this is not for everybody because there are a lot of people who are going to the gym and don't have any knowledge going in, and that's totally fine. There are people who are going into the gym and they've been in there for six months and have been hitting it hard, mm-hmm. they're hitting their calories, they're doing and they're not seeing the results that they want to see. Because realistically speaking, if you want long-term results, you have to put in long-term work. There are people who are going to go into the gym, and if you are first starting or let's say you've taken a couple months off, that momentum that you have in the beginning because your body's just like, whoa, I haven't had any exercise for yeah. six months. I don't know what's going on right now, but we're on a massive, you know, destroy and build back up mode. Like, that's really how it is because after COVID, man, that wave fell off of me like, Ooh like no one's business now you know what i have to do to lose a pound it's ridiculous like it's so much work it's frustrating and i'm like dude i honestly just feel like taking three months off just so like (laughs) if i have six months to do something i might as well wait until like four months out you know what i mean four months in and then just hit those last two months super hard because like my body's gonna probably you know what i mean i'll have to do less work i don't recommend that I'm, i'm just
0: no, yes. yeah, it, 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 there's just different, there's different uh, routes to be taken, different doors to be opened, but don't, don't ever put yourself in a position where you have to feel like you need to do something in order to get your body to look a certain way, and if it's not helping your body, it's probably not the best thing to do for you.
1: Yeah, but, I mean, people are going to do what they want to do. I'm just saying, don't say you got it for me, I'm well, not no, getting I'm that, just that saying, idea. I'm like, for someone that's
0: <laughs> listening that's barely stepping in the gym, they don't know where to be at. I wouldn't suggest you know taking no waiting all till those, the last minute like oh, I have a well, wedding in two to weeks. Waiting the last minute or just starting on this full cycle of uh, pre workout, a uh, pump, a uh, creatine, a uh, this, a uh, that, and it's like you, that's how you you talk about your natural you know you have this energy and you have this determination that you step into the gym when you're there for the first year. It decreases that because the more you feed your body all of that shit, it's gonna get used to it and it's gonna expect that on your day in and day out. There was times yeah. where I would show up to the gym. When I was in my first two years, I'd forget my pre-workout, and I wouldn't. I would be like, oh, I don't really need it. I forget my headphones. I would. Yeah, need it. I can. And na- yeah, now that it's one. like if I don't have my headphones. I mean, there's certain days. Like a couple of days ago, I was able to. look can My headphones, but yeah, exactly. I told you the other day. I walked in the you, gym. I sat down some at a people bench. People really can't.
1: I went to go grab my headphones out of my bag, and they weren't there. And I walked my happy ass back <laughs> out to the car and got them. And I hate that. I hate. Yeah. But I was like, I can't work you out start, in here. You just
0: start relying on a lot of different things. And, I mean, headphones are one thing. But when you start relying on, you know, caffeine to really push you to that limit. I mean, we all need an extra boost here and there. But it should never take, like, some two scoops of pre-workout to no, force you to you have you're a taking, good No, if
1: you are taking more than what the package says is a recommended, dough, like, uh, serving size, you need to be cycling off your pre-workout. I'm sorry. Like there was a point in time where, yeah, I was dry scooping my pre-workout and I was taking maybe like one and a quarter scoops.
0: It was fun. Uh, Yeah, uh, it was a, it was a good good ride.
1: And um, I stopped doing that and I went along, I went, uh, what did I do? I think it was four weeks. It was the worst four weeks. Don't get me wrong because I was only taking pump. And when you're used to dry scooping, I am God pre-workout and you're like,
0: we're not gonna put that in with no promo code, guys, because it's not good for you.
1: <laughs> you're like ready to rage. Like I used to walk. Like I used to feel like that bitch walking into the gym. I was just like tweaking out. Like like it was crazy. And now I don't feel like that anymore because I don't dry scoop my pre workout, but also because I'm not taking twice the dosage that I'm supposed to be taking. Seriously? But um, yeah, that's, that's yeah. Tough. If you're taking more than your dosage, it's time to cycle off that buddy. I'm talking to you.
0: Whoever you are, she's talking to you. They know who
1: they are. The people who are watching this that know that they're double scooping their pre-workout know that I'm talking to them.
0: They're like, I'm going to do three scoops now to show you that <laughs> I'm still alive.
1: Well, I won't be paying your uh, medical bills, so that's on you, buddy.
0: Okay. That's true. Don't <laughs> do it, guys. It's not <laughs> worth it. <laughs> you know, no one wants to see that happen. But t- to kind of end you know, this this whole talk about you know going to the gym, guys, and uh, – the debate of like who has it easier at the end of the day there's some people with freak genes out there there's some people that you. can be born you me a little bit <clears throat> i'll give myself a little bit of credit but there's literally people that'll walk in the gym and they have the best looking legs they have the best looking upper half they may be only able to squat like 185 but it's like damn Imagine being able to only squat 185 and then still walk out with, like, a donk, or still walk out only bench pressing, like, 135 and just have this huge chest.
1: Well, Matt, like, I, there's so many girls that we see in the gym that are just so aesthetically pleasing. I mean, and I never see them do a single glute isolation workout ever. Yeah. Like, there's that one girl at the gym who just throws a thousand plates on the leg press machine, and she's there for, like, her whole time that she's at the gym, like, an hour and a half on the leg press. No hate to you, honey. I just mean, like, that's the only thing she yeah, does nah, I she, ever she, see her do. She stayed on do.
0: there for, like, a good 45 to an hour. I finished up a whole workout. And, and she she she's still just, there. Oh and she was still there, which, I get, like, but, like, oh, like I, I said, Like, But she has jeans. a donk. Freak jeans.
1: She has a donk. And I never see, like, I never see her do half the things that I have to do to even have grown my butt to this size, and her butt's bigger than mine. It makes no sense.
0: It doesn't. It's, like, the same thing with the girls that are out here. And. You know, they post their videos on TikTok, which is cool, and all they're doing is squatting. All they're doing is squatting Ever. three to four Ever. times a week, and all of a sudden, their legs start growing, and their booty start growing with it, and it's like, dang, man. It all comes down to just a bunch of different little things, guys, that sometimes you can't even control. I'm
1: a hater for that one. <laughs> like, I don't hate on many things, but I'm a hater. If I, you are glute dominant, I'm a hater. I, I could do squats <laughs> three
0: or four times a week if it was in my bloodline to do it like that but i can't even do squats for oh your are hamstring dominant week, honey for one week without having back issues and that's just something well, that you know that's that comes with the perks of playing sports in high school and playing sports in college like you just there's some things some things that you can't do anymore um i
1: didn't do any of that my
0: but you ain't say you, you <laughs> i power body, lifted exerted, for years you exerted your body at a at a rate that was pretty much i guess if it was to like map out it would probably be the same thing as i did so oh no a, i tore my body up for sure it doesn't really it doesn't really matter like how long it was but again Jimmy guys just any sort of compound lift especially when you exert your body like that it takes like your lifespan away a little bit it takes a couple of years on your body off you not like off your life off your life but it puts wear and tear on your body as if you're way older so like my body
1: my joints are probably like 35 like i ache sometimes it's ridiculous like i'm
0: 60 so it's (laughs) just so many back
1: and like my knees are awful but again like sumo deadlifting and and squatting in the 300s people think going to
0: the gym is keeping you healthy it's At at a little bit, it is keeping you healthy because you're conditioning your body that needs an exercise, which at at most, that's what it does for you. Other than that, you're ripping your muscles apart, and you're putting your body in circumstances that you can hurt yourself in if you don't have the right Well, why do you think the
1: lifespan of powerlifters is so short? Like, their lifespan, like, they live until they're, like, 50.
0: Well, that's another thing, too, because some powerlifters— some powerlifters are on a little bit of different things than just pre-workout and pump. Like oh, they're, yeah. They're, they're on a they're on some good stuff that will make their lives a lot harder than it needs to be. Sheesh! Oh, sheesh. That was perfect timing. But now that the cameras, so both cameras stopped, guys, but I wanted to uh, ask Olame and see if she would feel comfortable enough to share where her progress and her results have been because she's gone through a completely 0 to 60 in under, like, two seconds and i wanted to see if you were open to you know sharing what you've gone through these last couple months and what results you've had
1: oh so um i didn't really talk about it too much uh, but i ran into some health problems in december um well november december of last year and i was out of the gym for quite a while like I was going maybe twice a week just because fobs was trying to be supportive, but also kind of tough love me. Like you need to get up and, you know, try. And he would at least try to wake me up in the morning and be like, come on. Like, do you want to go? Um, you know, I'll wait for you to get ready. And I would just be like, you know, I just, I don't have it in me to go today. So I was out of the gym for a while. Um, and in the, you know, november to like what feb february February, almost yeah so like four months i was not really going to the gym at all i was struggling a lot like with my mental health and i know that he kind of saw that and again tried to be you know supportive and you know ask if i wanted to go but not you know pressure me to go just because i just did not have it in me and physically and also mentally so i did take quite a bit of time off from the gym um, but in doing so, I put on quite a bit of weight, and I stopped posting on Instagram, and I stopped wanting to be on camera, wanting to be on, like, the podcast and stuff like that, um, just because I felt crushed by all of it. Like, putting on weight, the amount of weight that I did, too, um, after all the hard work that I put in to get to my peak, which was where I was at when he and I had met each other, and... Um, obviously like i'm back in the gym now i'm doing a lot better um besides my achy joints but (laughs) i'm doing a lot i'm doing a lot better uh i'm almost 30 so
0: she's almost 30 no she's done a, a phenomenal job and it's like i said we both took completely different uh routes when it came down to like okay so We got to a certain weight, and we were just kind of like, all right, I'm over this. I yeah, but you whole. were
1: intentionally bulking, and I was not no, intentionally bulking. that's what bulking. I mean by, like,
0: different routes. Like, it just so happened that we decided, where I decided, I was like, you know what, I'm tired of this. Like, this bulk was fun, but I started seeing a side of my body that I didn't really want to see. Like, I was comfortable enough to just be like, you know what, I'm done doing this. And we both made a, a really drastic change to where, you know, the stuff that we're eating, it was good. It was, Decent, like we're doing a decent little diet program with probably one cheat day, two to two at most, and staying away from going to like any fast food restaurants. Any restaurants we'd eat at was probably a sit down place that was a little bit more whole food than it was to go to like a McDonald's. But again, like maybe three or four weeks ago, we both decided, like, look, we need, I, we need a change. I want to change. I want to change to. You know, be ready by the time we get to ADC or be ready by the time summer hits so we can start, you know, going out, going to the pool, doing stuff that we feel more confident in when it's summertime. And we did. We started meal prepping. We got a Costco membership, which start off everything. Honestly, if you guys have the money to, I would say go get a Costco Sam's or any type of membership that you can buy in bulk. And other than that, I would say five days out of the week, we're eating chicken and rice, vegetables uh eggs egg whites and it's literally a rotation of stuff it's pretty much the same meal every day the weekends we have maybe one cheat meal if that we've been pretty good about eating at home but uh, it's it sucks but at the same time we've seen so much progression and i've seen a lot of progression in her where like her workouts look like she's going a lot harder on herself we've both been in the cardio room yes both of us are doing cardio which is crazy and i think the most we did one day was like 30 35 minutes yeah and we just we feel so much better now like we get home and we have more energy you know we see a difference in our body and it forces pushes us to do better and it's all around it's just been like a great opportunity and it's a perfect timing because we are both tired of it we're the type of people where once we can see it and stop not lying to ourselves but stop saying oh you you know making excuses that's when we jump on it hard and it's not like a, okay, we'll take chapter one, chapter two. It's like, no, we go from straight the cover of the book to chapter eight and we just start hitting it hard. We'll make drastic changes. We'll make ourselves uncomfortable. And it's been, it's been a pretty good success so far.
1: Yeah, I definitely, um, I feel like especially how long I've been going to the gym, the body dysmorphia does kick in sometimes where I look at myself and (coughs) I don't see that much progress, but the weight and the measurements don't lie um obviously like i'm 14 pounds down at this point which just kind of goes to show <laughs> it goes to show how much weight i actually gain considering how much i need to lose but um i think that my mental health has definitely been a lot better because for me that was a big part of it like i was i obviously had those problems at the end of last year But coming into the new year, it was definitely much more of a mental struggle just knowing how far back I had set myself. And then it became, like you said, like the excuses like "Oh, I already look horrible. Like I might as well. What's the point in doing like, you know what I mean? And so I did let myself get to a point where I honestly just didn't care. But I mean, you and I had that conversation a while ago where there was a a turning point for me where I was like, this is your fault. Like, no, this is nobody's fault but your own because you could have gone back and you could have started all of this a long time ago and you didn't because you threw a pity party for yourself. So now that the party's over, what are you going to do about it? And so, yeah, it's definitely been difficult the past two weeks doing 20 minutes of cardio. I hate it. I hate it. It sucks. Um, And I went years without doing cardio because I didn't need to. But why? Because I was powerlifting and I can't do that anymore. My hips are shot. (laughs) i'm almost 30 david (laughs) my hips are (laughs) shot (laughs) Uh, my knees like i've been having my freaking shin splint problem lately and so it's i have to be careful with with what i'm doing especially easing back into stuff when i did put on weight but i do feel a lot better and i'm proud of myself for the work that i've been putting in because i really have been putting in work so
0: yeah no i'm I'm proud of us and again i'll just it's been a lot of uh, a good amount of the year. What are we in April has yeah. been us just kind of growing mentally and you know, in the gym, you know, you get to a point to where, okay, you go to start going to the gym and you're doing it for months on end and you're going five days a week. Okay. That's one thing you're going, that's you got the hard part over with now. What are you going to do to take that extra step? What are you going to do? Cause eventually the same lifts you're doing is going to get old. It's not going to work you out any more than it needs to. And it's going to, not show you any more progression, and we both love progression. We both love to see a difference in our body and testing our the waters to see how uncomfortable we get. We can get to get to the place that we want to be. So, you know, we're gonna do it to our best of our ability. But it's been it's been a good a good journey when it comes to the gym, and in, in all all in all, it's been nice to to have Ola May and to really be able to like transition from one place to another because moves can be difficult. And shout out to the parents for helping us get the big items over here because that's what that was the most important was getting this stuff over here so now we got to worry about it just cleaning it up and by may i'm officially in this house for good
1: <laughs> until december <laughs> <laughs> yeah until december until we move again
0: no but it's been all it's been a. Uh, it's been a good time baby it's been fun yeah i enjoy it but i appreciate you for coming on
1: thank you for having me well i mean you live here so i
0: yeah, what was gonna, I gonna say? No, you're gonna I'm have, busy. You're gonna have to, you're gonna have to leave.
1: <laughs> no, I'm just gonna say, oh, I can't. I I forgot. I have a meeting. You live here. You know, I'm not doing anything. I'm. Why would I say no?
0: She's about to go uh, to the room, guys. She's grounded <laughs> for the rest of the night. We're out. <laughs>